0: Thank you for tuning back into the walk on pod. Uh, extremely special episode. Come your way with a, a very special guest. Um, not only one of my closest friends, I know he's going grown close with Tommy here, uh, but you've probably seen him uh, in sports news recently, kind of blowing up a little bit here. we got Mr. Cameron Shelton. Also, he has a little treat for you guys who are uh, watching, not just listening. So uh, there's, yeah. there's a little incentive to, to tune in on on YouTube this week.
1: Yeah. Luke still looks like he's 16 in that picture. Yeah, I mean, we all know how it is. But Funny. Cam, man. Appreciate Great you. Great to have twenty yeah, Cam, on the thank- pod. Yeah. Thanks, Cam.
2: It's good to finally, finally be on the on the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. uh so usually usually here we we throw it to the guests to kind of uh you know talk about their story and everything. But I think I think we all kind of want to jump into, you know, what most recent news, you know. Uh Cam's kind of a college basketball's giant slayer, if you will. Right now, huge game against Gonzaga earlier this week. Game winner, twenty-seven points, I believe. I don't want to, don't want to misquote it, but uh, Cam, talk to that, talk to us about that, man. I know that was a uh, what your third time at the kennel, so I know you, you were hungry for that one. I know.
2: Yeah the <laughs> the first time, first time you and I went, um, we didn't get the job done, obviously, and yeah, then the no, second time, uh, you know, we didn't get the job done, but it was it was nice going up there feeling like you know we actually could you know win the game um you know i think that we have a really really good team here this year and uh, you know we have a really connected group of group of brothers and um you know just i love the fact that if we go out there and we play the right way we play hard we can match up with anybody in the country in my opinion so it was a fun game great atmosphere um you know i think the gcu game we played earlier um this season kind of got us ready for that cuz their, Tommy knows this, but their, you know, arena is like very, very similar. Their fans are very, very similar. So um, I think that really helped us because when they made their little run, we we weren't really faced by, you know, what they had because we'd seen fans, you know, be crazy before. So um, it was a fun game, fun atmosphere. And, um, you know, I'm glad we are able to, about to win. Humble 20, a humble 20 this morning. Um. Humble, humble <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs>
3: Correct me no. if I'm wrong, fellas. Wasn't wasn't one of those games at the Kennel also a fantasy championship day between yeah.
2: you two? Oh, it yep. was. Uh, oh yeah. 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 That's the day I um was about to never play fantasy football again. Yeah. And no, Shut and up. that was my birthday too, actually, that year.
3: That wow. year that was my that's birthday. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's right.
3: The um, infamous Stephon Diggs Monday game.
2: Yeah. Literally 40-point game. I was win- I like I had it, I was going into the the game knowing that i won a championship so at least if i lost the game i was gonna win championship and then i lost both <laughs> <So> <laughs> i remember it was like after what are we doing i remember after the post-game speech
0: uh he came up to me and he was like um, you did it. And I was like, I did what? He was like, you beat me, bro. And I was like, "Well, what are you talking about right now? Like we, we were all the Yeah, same Luke's, Luke's no. mind was the
1: farthest from basketball or farthest from <laughs> yeah, fantasy I football. promise you it was. I promise
0: you it was. He was like, no, Stephon Diggs had 45. I said, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mind you, I had the uh, a great regular season. Like, I won the regular season. I was blown through the playoffs. It was like, all right, this is my, this is my year. And I haven't gotten back to that since. So, I don't, I don't know. (laughs)
1: Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. We, I heard you. I'm not involved, but I heard you're a great commission. So shout out you. He's not a commish. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, right. I'm. Well, I'm something like that. Actually. I would say
1: you're on the. Yeah, you're on the,
0: the advisory board for <laughs> He's sure. He's on the, on the board advisory. of leaders. <laughs> yeah. Let's just yeah. say
2: I have the power to make changes in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but, definitely has a heavy influence <laughs> after going
3: zero in nine and then talking oh, the rest of the league to getting an eight man playoff. In
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. I'm a like legit. Tough competitor
0: just a competitor
2: i just want the opportunity to compete <laughs>
0: exactly uh, we're definitely going to get into camp being a competitor i'm sure but uh <laughs> yeah man uh the floor is yours you can take this uh you know you can start from wherever you want and, and go from there and then we'll we'll pick it up there
2: um all right well what i was thinking about the other day was the fact that you and i used to live together but i don't know if this alienates the other two people in the conversation, you didn't live with this. Nah, but you should you not should Let it move.
1: let it rock, nope. man. Wherever yeah, you man. want.
2: Just uh, you were saying that you were gonna start a podcast, like you or we were gonna start a YouTube channel first, mm-hmm. and then that didn't happen. And then you were like, "Let's start a podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, like let's do it, like totally." And then you actually did it. So I just want to say that's awesome, and you know I'm I'm proud of you because most people just say stuff and they just don't do it. Man, like, that's love, me, man. like me and Nick did that guy. For everyone who's on YouTube, that guy who didn't do what he said he was going to do, but you did. Hey, thanks, man. Um, and that's what I want to say. But uh, yeah, man, I don't really have a um, train of thought. How's uh? I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I mean, we we can help you out. You know, yeah, like, we're supposed to be know, the professionals here. Cam, Cam yeah, how did like, you end like, up at really NAU? Just Let's just go there. How did you end up right, at yeah, NAU? No, we, can into... we can start earlier oh, than that. We could start earlier. Oh, got a pretty. I yeah, got a yeah pretty we can start deep. earlier than that.
0: So, uh, I mean, people who know you obviously know where you came from, but, uh, growing up, uh, you, you grew up with some pretty notorious names, um, in, in basketball, high school basketball specifically. Um, so if you wanted to start
2: there and then we can, we can help you out from there too. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you're referring to Grant Truman who went to Eastern Washington, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> He used to watch football with me at uh, Chiloh Hills.
1: and yeah. Big-time uh, player.
2: He, he was, he's famous. Like, he went viral on YouTube. <laughs> uh, For what? But, I don't know.
1: I don't, did he actually? Or no? Yeah, we're
2: uh born Well, actually, no. I was on the other team at that point. But um, I was getting blown out by my former school. And then he came in the game and hit a three. And then, like. It went uh, uh <laughs> viral on oh the i've seen fans. that clip i've definitely seen that is that um yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about actually yeah so he's uh uh i actually saw him i ran into him yesterday mm. random wow. yeah um uh, but yeah grant truman uh alonzo ball he's pretty good um and then lamelo liangelo and then uh my two favorite eli scott I know, Yako, and Oyeko kagu and then uh i played with them i didn't play much but i was on the team and uh, I was on that team. And the best part about the team was the practices because, you know, when we like everyone's good. Oh, and Andre Ball, let me not forget him, but uh, everybody's good in the practices. So it's like you're getting a lot better than like a regular, you know, person who's coming out of high school practice and just playing against like some random, you know, guys who don't really care about the sport. Like we were playing against guys who literally love to play and who had, you know, an incredible work ethic and like who were really trying to do some things in basketball and you know shout out to everybody who did um but yeah so i was there and then i went to damien high school um played with uh, a few division one guys which is really nice because most guys don't get to play with what, 10 or 11 division I guys in their career um, but i did so that was that was actually a really really cool experience because i was never on the bad team um thankfully and then uh yeah then i went to nau got recruited by jack murphy um who is now with uh the university of arizona who just beat uh, ucla last night so shout out to him and um he left and coach burkhardt took over and him and i as luke knows have a great relationship and had a you know we got really close really fast which is you know um cool and now i'm at lmu and yeah that's it to to be short but Um, Those NAU days were some of my favorite, especially in the pandemic, were some of my favorite college days, not because of what was happening on the court or anything, but just because, you know, we had nothing to do but hang out with each other. And, you know, that's kind of rare in college where all you get to do is just hang out with your friend and go to practice. And, um, yeah, I had a good time at at, at NAU during that period.
0: Yeah, and now we get the pleasure of playing each other two to three times a year uh, after living with each other that whole time. So, you know. And they're gonna be there on
2: my
3: senior night.
0: I know, man. It's gonna be what a moment that's gonna be.
3: How's how storybook can it get, man? Yeah, um, you, you, you can't, can't you literally can't, can't, you can't make this stuff
1: up. <laughs> when Trevor Lawrence said, "You can't write a better script." Yeah, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom Guida, he lost first I lost know, on Saturday yesterday.
3: Trevor Lawrence finally lost on a Saturday, man. I'm pissed. You guys thought he was gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, they thought no, that I mean, he never was bound to happen. He never I lost on
2: a Saturday. I saw the TikTok but yeah sorry i saw a tiktok of you actually Cam,
0: <laughs> the other day Owen sent it to me so that was pretty that was pretty dope
2: <laughs> i know i just said i saw the tiktok but i don't have tiktok so i didn't see you oh you did <laughs> tiktok oh
1: um, <laughs> make sure i send it to you
0: uh, i think we've actually talked about the times during the pandemic when we were just stuck in the apartment on one of the episodes i don't remember what episode it was but um i talked about like those were the dog days that like really brought us super close together. Like you, me, and Nick Key specifically in that apartment. And that's um,
2: cute. He's back there. Yeah,
0: that's he's hiding.
1: Oh, Damn, why? Uh, why do you guys block his head like
2: that? No, that was literally Luke. I think
1: it was, was just was the angle of the camera.
2: I don't. Nah, I don't it think Luke. you
1: want to. And shout out Bernie, <laughs> man. Purpose. Bernie's in yeah. that pig. Shout out to Bernie Andre. <laughs> Bernie's an in his <infamous laughs> name as
0: well.
2: <laughs> Bernie. I... Bernie Andre is the only guy who will listen to anything on full blast at any moment. Yeah. So now, now if you're
0: listening, um, so if you're listening to your phone on full blast in a public venue, it's now
2: called Bernie Andre. It's It's no longer like put your headphones in. It's because you're pulling (laughs) a Bernie Andre, and then there's a Drees camera. (laughs) When a Drees camera is when you're trying to record. Record a video and it looks like you just spilled hot grease on your phone, <laughs> and you're not gonna wipe it off. You're just gonna let it rock, and you're gonna keep the smudges and smears all in your camera. That's a dress yeah. camera.
1: <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds legendary. It's good vocab. Yeah. It's a good yeah. it's, you. You can add it to your uh, to your vocab, Jared. Please Tam um, Cam, I want to ask since we're kind of on the subject. Obviously, you had a uh, really prolific year. Uh, your last year at NAU and I know you had a lot of just from what Luke's told me like I know you had a lot of options Um, how was that uh, process for you as far as going through the transfer portal and how it's it's just like such a big deal now but like obviously you went from a like lower major school and then you know had a really good career but then vaulted yourself into like you had a lot of big time options so what was that experience like for you
2: um it was actually really cool because um Coming out of high school, I didn't get, like, heavily recruited. I think I had, I literally had two scholarship offers when I committed to NAU. And so, like, I'm not really, I wasn't really used to, like, the heavy recruitment process. I was just like, all right, well, these two coaches are going to call me, and I'll make a decision. That's what it was, coming out of high school. And then, um, you know, when I entered the portal back in, well, 2021, um, it was, like, totally different. And like I really didn't know, like I don't like talking on the phone. I'm not like I'm not like a like I just rather be kind of left alone. I like to just you know vibe and you know just just be left alone really. But um, my phone was just like blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, and like it was it was a definitely a cool experience because I felt like oh man, you know people respect my game, people think I can help their program, um, you know, and stuff like that, and um, you know I, I got some calls from some you know, what, what considered to be named schools, but, um, ultimately, like I found out, you know, it's about fit and, you know, I'm really glad I I made the decision to come to LMU. Um, you know, Eli Scott was a huge factor here. We played together in high school, like I mentioned, and, you know, coach Johnson was a huge factor like his vision for what he thought the team could be. Um, it's actually kind of mirroring what we're doing now this season. And, um man it was it was a it was a crazy experience and I'm glad I made the the right decision
1: yeah definitely is it how about like just being close I know like a lot of you know there's so much talent in LA and a lot of those they're so they kind of get spread out you know there's like some guys stay close but like it's not like LMU has a ton of like local guys and you could tell me if I'm wrong but like what did getting back closer to home did that play a factor for you as you were finishing out
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I wanted to I, I like when I went into the portal like when I had no idea like about who was gonna call me or do what I was like, if I get a chance to come home, like I'm gonna do it. Like yeah, like I'm gonna come home because I'm a big family guy and you know, being at NAU, especially in during COVID, like you can't see anybody. Like I love Luke, but you know, I just can't I can't look at him, you know, every day. Like <laughs> I needed to see my mom, my dad, my grandparents, stuff like that. And um, you know, just literally being able to play in front of my grandparents is something I didn't know that I missed that much. Um, Cause you know, they really don't know much about basketball, but I mean, they just love, love, love being at the games. And um, you know, my grandma's running around telling everybody she's my grandma and stuff like that. And, you know I get to give her, you know, big hugs and stuff after the game. So that's probably the the stuff I miss most at NAU. And, you know, it was a huge factor of me, you know coming home and and, and choosing to, to play here.
1: Definitely.
2: Um, did
0: the Flagstaff weather also have anything to do with that?
2: Um, I could say that now that yes, it did, but honestly, no, at the time it didn't. I was used to, I mean, come on, we were used to the winters being, what, 20 degrees. I mean, there's four feet of snow up there right now, and if I never yep. came back home, I would not know the difference. Uh, just like, oh, this is what life is supposed to be, but it's not. It's a good answer. Yeah, you sent that video
0: the other day of me walking through like two feet of snow in my slides like i feel like yeah. that's just and i was like you're just used to it at that point though no,
2: like, <laughs> it's not much worse you can do after your feet are already wet till you might as well just freeze just them not feeling the yeah. yeah yeah no yeah you tell jared me knows about that yeah i know yeah, that I was, was... Say,
0: all of us here jared came what? to Flagstaff one time <laughs> with uh, just, just middle of a snowstorm
1: bro i'd rented a car i was like they were like, when I was on the freeway, I was going on the freeway past Phoenix. You know, you get like an hour and a half past Phoenix and there's nothing out there. And they're like, yeah. they stopped. Yeah. And they were, I, well, I had to stop. And they were like, uh, where are you going? I was like, I'm trying to get to NAU. And they're like, you sure you want to go up there? And there's a lot of snow up there. I was like, I don't really have a choice. I don't have anywhere else to go. So uh, luckily. Yeah, was, excited. You don't have to yeah, lie. i sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Luckily, I picked a hotel that was close to the gym that I could walk. Not very far.
2: Yeah. What hotel did you that
1: Oh wow, that is a great question. <laughs> it's right it was, uh, right uh, at the entrance of of the campus like right is like it's the ne- it's literally one light. It was the so, uh, not the you uh, know
2: not not the um the, the oh oh my god. It was right? the Marriott
0: one right yes. uh right next to Fremont and across from the Walmart parking lot. Okay water. yeah yeah
2: yeah. Right. I was thinking yeah. of um what is the name of the one by the place that went to that um, one year after we used to all the mixed mixed ninety dollars, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There's a hotel um, right
0: there, uh, where we used to have all the meetings and stuff at. Uh, yeah, like in like
2: 191895 or whatever. But year, the the hotel, I forget
0: what the the jury, the Drury. the Drury, Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. No, it wasn't time.
1: I just remember we went we went downtown. Me, you, and Nick, Luke. We went downtown and got food. Yeah, and it was like. It was just the oddest place. It was just the oddest place to go, and then that's when I'm we had a We had a thirty-five. I, actually, Cam, you can comment on this. We had like a forty-five minute conversation about trying to find a good haircut in Flagstaff. Like, what do you mean, find a good haircut? In Flagstaff? <laughs> that's when Luke started cutting. That's when LA clips or cuts yeah. started. cuts.
2: I forgot about there's, LA there's cuts. and and Flag. I mean, maybe there is now no suspect anybody that's up there, but so (laughs) what did you do? Hey, was
1: was Luke was Luke like, no Luke is doing the work Uh, or no?
2: You know what, man? I'm here's what I'll say about that. I'm uh, (laughs) i I'm a very inclusive guy, but there's just some things that I just you know, some people just don't get to do certain things. And you know, I, you know,
1: you and, can you know, say it. it's all right. We understand.
2: No, Luke's not touching the black guy's head. I've always <laughs> I've always told him that. Like, <laughs> I respect what you're doing, love your work, but you're, yeah. not, you're not giving me a fade. Uh, but hey, I would just drive to Phoenix.
1: Not even a taper?
2: No. Yeah. It's all right. He, he me I
1: like, didn't like take it personally. My, uh, I never took it
0: personally. He showed me to oh, trim like, my mustache. I, yeah, I do remember that.
2: You do that. The, was... mm, and you smile.
1: He was <laughs> hey, hey, if if you yeah. didn't know, he was in he was in the mirror working on parts. He was ready to go
2: you're really
1: yeah
2: I didn't well when I when I seen him he was at first he's mostly going scissor cuts just <laughs> cutting Charles and stuff like and uh Carter Mahaney and then uh <laughs> shout out <up>, Carter <laughs> you you've cut a black person's head um it was I gave Winton a cut I think I gave Winton a cut at the, I think it, was, it was either Winton or Zay but I know it was a cut. I don't I was think like, it was Zay sure? because he was are you sure you want to let this guy cut you up this Is a black barber we had a, a black barber on the team also, uh, okay. Isaiah Lewis. So it was like yeah. a barber for them and then a barber for <laughs> us. Yeah. And then we would come together as like one barbershop. <laughs> we just had that thing rolling all day. Oh. Was, hey. I don't, oh. I, how much did you charge? Um,
0: He usually just yeah. gave me like a meal swipe. So that was like Carter and Charles would just give me a little meal swipe. So that was, was like $15. Porto. Like he yeah, like ten to fifteen dollars probably. That's solid. That's it. solid. Yeah, that's big time. That's bad. a
2: free lunch after after <laughs> yeah, practice. Yeah, that's like, you good. Can cash
0: that in, like yeah, let's go. At the, at the yeah. well,
1: especially You're how still? much cuts cost now. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, that's for thirty dollars now.
1: What thirty dollars? Yeah, what? Yeah, where do you go? I go. You got the homie yeah. discount. I know. I know. You oh, you got the. Okay, yeah. Next time I come down to LA, I'm going to your guy. Yeah, he's good. You an IL deal. That's what it is. Oh yes. Cam, are you getting some NL money down there or what? Uh, yeah, a little
2: bit. I'm, I'm getting some. Um, there you go. I'm glad that I'm glad that happened. I'm glad that rule changed. That was really cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit.
0: There we go. Um. So I know we should get back into it, but I do want to touch on Cam's competitiveness um so when he first got to nau that was kind of the first thing that stuck out to me and so when he first got there that was the summer that we were preparing to go to the bahamas and uh cam was like one of the only freshmen that would like challenge everyone like quote unquote ahead of him like when he got in there like i remember he was asking everyone like we're playing pickup he's asking everyone to to play once he was trying to match up with like who was supposed to be a point guard with him like all of this <laughs> And, uh, like, from the jump, like, I think that's kind of where we uh, got to know each other or got really close on the court. Actually, it was when you visited uh, when you weren't there yet, uh, no, if you great. remember that. It was mm-hmm. it was still your senior year of high school, and you came and played pickup for a weekend, and uh, me, you and me got put on the same team because – you know, I was still the walk-on kid. And like, they, they were like, yeah, you could take the recruit. Like, boom. And he was like, I'm gonna find you. Like, you're going to hit shots for me and make my life easier. And from then on, I felt like you held me to a different standard. Cause I remember <clears throat> like in practice, in practice, if I missed a couple of shots, you would get in my face. Like you got to hit shots. Like, what are you doing right now? Make shots. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. And I mean, it worked. It wasn't like you were getting mad at me or anything, but it was like, come on like be you and so i don't know that was something that i always gravitated towards on the court specifically and i mean i don't know if i'm if i'm lying but i feel like that's why we got along very well on the court too
2: well one of one of my biggest things with you was i wanted you to shoot the ball until your arm fell off like you shoot more than anybody like you're always in the gym like and you're one of the best in the country that's what the numbers say to you know Shoot the ball, um, freshman year. What you were a top what in three point percentage? Right now, it's you're shooting a cra- right now you're shooting a crazy number. Uh, yeah, but I mean, my you can say the year, number like,
1: out loud, Cam. It's all good.
2: Was it? Is it sixty? Is it still sixty? Yeah, it's
1: like unreal. Fifty-eight. No, that's, I think
2: that's unreal. <laughs> like, like that. That pretty much uh, means if you shoot it, it's, you count it. Don't I've been texting
3: Luke it. after his two for four and three for six games that we need to be better that's just 50 (laughs) is not going to cut it do we want the percentage to keep dropping or are we trying to get better every single day yeah Yeah. that's
1: that's the great part about this conversation cam is that like that's probably why luke gravitated towards you too i'm gonna like talk for luke now but like your external voice was the same exact internal voice he had so like whatever like that same thing you're saying to him, he's probably saying it to himself a thousand times over. So he's like, Hey, that guy gets me.
2: If someone's gonna shoot this ball, I'd rather have it be the guy who's working. And you know, I know he, he he literally around the clock, you you did, and um, you know, I appreciated that that you were also, you know, just as competitive. I mean, you and I being on the same pick. I mean, Literally, like like you said, when we came in, like we were just—I was just some freshman, and you were just some walk-on, and no one expected us to really do anything. And you know, you and I just being able to go up there and compete together—I think that that was one thing that I really appreciated. Because you know, a lot of guys, in my opinion, don't really like want to compete at a high level. You know, guys want things to be easier or whatever. You know, people have their different reasons, but I like the fact that you're a, a real competitor. And, you know, no matter what situation we're thrown in and no matter what situation we thr- were thrown in, I have felt like, all right, this guy has my back. This guy's gonna, you know, go down, swinging with me no matter what. And, you know, that's something that, that I that I appreciated from you. And, you know, win, lose, or draw, I know that you competed, you know, as hard as you could. And, um, you know, I just, as a as a guy who's a point guard and it's, you know, my job to, you know, be the team I felt like, I never had to worry about you. That's what made me feel comfortable, you know, playing with you. At least one of the things. Yeah, man, feel the same way.
0: Feeling this mutual, but then, so this is what I wanted to get into. Then, when we get put on opposite teams, this is this is probably the the closest Cam has ever gotten to fight me. Like there were there were a few times where. We'd be competing against each other and whatever it was, and if I came out on top, it was so personal to Cam. And I would be like, "You're really gonna, you're gonna fight me over this? You're gonna fight me over a? a, a... I remember <laughs> it, was, it was the Louis Cup, and we did a little like training combine, and it was like nothing basketball related. It was like some sprints, some
2: verticals, nothing basketball related, some, some,
0: some <laughs> lane slides. And my team beat his, and he was he was livid. He was really about to fight me, and I was like, "You're gonna fight me over some lane slides? And then like five minutes later, he was like, "Yeah, bro, you're
2: right, you're right. <laughs> all me. Yeah. I I, I'm a horrible. I hate to lose, dude. I'm not a good loser. Like like playing Monopoly is like some of the most triggering stuff. Although I went on a stretch there where I wasn't losing because you know some of the side deals I put together, but losing (laughs) a Monopoly can like ruin a whole a whole good day. I can only imagine Cam in Monopoly. Like (laughs) I'm making I'm I'm making deals. I'm like a shady. You're hustling for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely a business shark who, who's gonna win by any means necessary.
0: <laughs> Tommy, me, I don't think he, I don't think Tommy, I, I don't think you understand like the caliber of Monopoly games. These were some of the most shady Monopoly games of all time.
2: <laughs> no, they like, we're making
0: deals. We're making deals for like things in in the future. Like, yeah, bro, like two months from now when we go to so and so place, I got you. If you, you know throw me this this uh this property like stuff like that it's like bro are you kidding like it's bad it was really bad
2: tell me i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a jared both some advice on how to win <laughs> and monopoly if you know you ever are in a pinch okay so you gotta you gotta make a, a deal you gotta make your first deal whoever has the red or yellow properties or orange that's fine you gotta make a deal you gotta say i'll go half i'll fund your property but i need immunity and i need half the funds but you'll build up the house and stuff like that. And then you make another deal with the other person. You might win. They don't have to have nothing, but you say you go half with them. Now they're just playing against each other and you wait for them to run out of money because someone's gonna run out of money, but you're not. (laughs) So you don't even need a property property to win. You just gotta have
3: connections. How much monopoly was played in your guy's place?
2: Oh my Uh, God. Too much, I would say. We played. it was like a time we played almost every night, and then I think you nope. got in, you got in trouble for playing Monopoly. Do you remember that? Um, I don't think when, so. When when some people got
1: COVID. Oh and,
0: yeah. yeah, I do remember that. I did yeah. get in trouble for playing Monopoly.
1: <laughs> um, How could you get in trouble for playing Monopoly?
0: Because we were supposed to be on isolation, and
2: there were people in uh, our apartment that weren't in our apartment. You just couldn't it, it was it was people who with us already that day. Like like we yeah. found out people had COVID and they were already with us. It's like all right, you might there were people on the team, literally teammates.
1: Was there like, was, right, that's mind. actually the crazy one of the craziest COVID stories is I remember when you guys were first going through and Luke had who you can tell me, you can explain Luke. He had like Carter and you had like your team was full of everyone. That got COVID, but somehow you didn't get COVID yeah. for yeah. like two weeks. Well, actually, yeah, no.
0: and it, it was literally just me and Cam. It was literally just me and Cam. We're the only two that didn't have it. And luckily we were living together. So Nick Nick and his girlfriend at the time both got it. So they had to go to some, uh, some hotel. I'm Cam back. didn't get it. Cam didn't get it. And I didn't get it. So we were back. This was our first apartment. Um. And so, and we were, this was when we were playing pickup outside with everybody. Like, oh we were, <laughs> I remember we, like, me and Cam actually went on like a scavenger hunt in Flagstaff to find the best outdoor courts to go play. So we yeah. went and found, <laughs> we went and found where we were going to be playing pickup basketball with the team and all of this. And then that was like when COVID testing wasn't as available. So we only got tested like once every 10 days or something like this. And of course, everyone starts popping up like carter was actually not to throw his name out there he was the first one to to get it and i felt so bad because it was like his it was like his first week in college and and this is and he Ah. he was patient (laughs) and so everyone (laughs) starts testing positive (laughs) everyone starts testing positive and and i was like damn i remember calling my parents i was like now i'm finally gonna get it and this is after i dodged not getting it when they both had it at home so i was like oh it's finally happening and then uh yeah me and cam didn't get it and i think this is me and cam then we're stuck at sawmill Commons, and this is when we started playing a ridiculous amount of gta also Uh Uh, yeah yeah. like doing just not being productive at all but
2: there's nothing else we could like really do
0: yeah we were i was i was on the cam shelton home gym uh plan and we were playing (laughs) we were playing gta that was literally exclusively all we were doing
2: i was starting my uh personal trainer Stuff like that, just getting a little sexy for the summer. Yeah, was, and then we went was, to uh, quote that we went to the to the to the sand workouts. The sand workouts, I, yeah, I was putting oh, you okay, you workouts, Nick man. Nick ended
0: up getting clear, and he joined us in the sand workouts, which was crazy. I did not expect him to join us in the sand workouts.
2: Me either, but I guess it was not like what else was he gonna do. Yeah, hey, man, shout out to Nick. But did he get a yeah. dunk that year? Cuz if he did, I'm taking Nick to get a dunk that year after Nick, that. Because if he did, I'm taking credit for he it. He
0: probably did. I think I think he I don't think he'd fight you on that but I'm pretty my, sure he did but yeah that was that was a nuts time that was a nuts time I mean I always say and I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place but I do always say that Cam and I lived together for three years even though we lived together for two years but that first year when he was a freshman he basically lived in our apartment because mm, yeah. he was always over there um
2: was it, uh Salvador that's the other roommate's name
0: yeah that was my my fourth yeah. roommate um
2: Salvador yeah
0: Salvador. Uh, but, yeah, Cam was always over there. Uh, he, I remember he used to like, come over with a big bag of laundry, and then I'm pretty sure he stayed the night there a few times on the couch. But, yeah, yeah so I that's why I always say. parking
2: in the red at your apartment. Yeah, whatever it took, you know. I'm not about to park far and then carry a bunch of laundry up stairs. Like, I'm going to park the snow. in the red really quick. But, yeah. You know, that's when people right. pull the fire alarm when you're parking
1: right. in the red. Yeah, that was the worst part about being at Santa Barbara. There was only one parking garage, and I was on the other side and trying to carry groceries.
2: Is that not great? Like, what do they think students are supposed to do? I need to talk to somebody about that. I was going to say, I feel like campuses and yeah, yeah,
1: what really grinds cams gears? You want we can do that. That
2: that is one thing that really makes me upset. Having to walk, like, come on, like, you know, like, you know, people are going to buy food or have laundry.
1: Yeah, and you don't make any parking spots available, yeah. like, where, like, the 15-minute the fifteen minute drop-off spots?
2: Literally, all you have to do is put two of those, and it's, it'll make it a lot better. Parking
3: where I lived my freshman year was terrible, too. Like, you had, like, maybe 20 spots, and then after that, you got to walk, like, 10 minutes up. And, like, spots were not always available, so when it's snowing and you come back, you got to park up, and then you got to walk through the snow. I'm like, ugh,
2: this I mean, is This awful. is going to sound messed up that I'm saying this, but I... I can't picture you driving. <laughs> like I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I just can't picture. Well, why is that? I don't know. I, li- I literally don't know. Like, you, you can't like, you-, you can't like, picture me in the passenger seat. You can't picture me behind the wheel. No, I, I wouldn't even know what type of car you would, like
1: would drive. Like I can't picture it's like me. a little crossover. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say next like time I see you a CRV,
3: I'm gonna. I'll send you a picture or
0: HRV by bad, Tom.
3: Yeah. I drove from Pocatello, Idaho, to Flagstaff, Arizona once.
1: Yeah. That sounds like a terrible decision. You I'm not gonna say Flagstaff
3: was my final destination, but he had to he, stop by and see what's yeah. up. Camp, this, Perry, was, uh,
0: this was after the season uh in the COVID year when you went home oh, and no, then- I was home. When I came back after I was in the portal already. Yeah, Tom came through so
2: Tom, were you sleeping in my bed?
3: No, I didn't say the night. I literally was like like I like saw that I was going through Flagstaff and I was like, Oh, and I texted Luke. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm about to be driving through Flagstaff here in a few hours. He's like, All right, like I'm here. And then I just I parked in the parked in the walk-up Skydome parking lot and Luke,
2: shout out to the uh, Lawrence J walk-up skydome.
3: Yeah Luke. Yeah, Luke took me around campus and showed me your guys' place and then yeah, that was pretty it. It was probably I was probably there for like what an hour. Yeah, maybe. I think we made a I think we made a nice uh grocery store run with, with uh Carter and Winton. We did, yeah. That was I'm funny because guys. I was in the I was in the uh passenger seat, like like <laughs> Cam says. Cause... And Carter Carter walked out and he, Carter and I knew each other in high school. Carter goes, What? <laughs> what are you doing
2: here? So that was great. I mean, I feel like I really regret us not, you know, being friends. When I was in college. So I feel like it would have made my experience a little bit better. Because it's making that. my experience pretty good. It right?
3: is unfortunate. It is unfortunate.
0: Um, I'm glad we got into that because I did wanna uh touch on how Tommy and Cam became uh so close. And I think it's a uh it's a testament to this the the narrative we've been pushing about Tom, that he's a just a great overall guy, great kid that that you know, anyone who meets him just immediately gravitates towards him. Um so we uh we have the fantasy league that we've talked about plenty of times, and there were a couple guys that dropped right. out, and we were we were trying to, you know, figure out who was who was mentally fit enough to f- be a part of that group, and I was like, you know, I know I know a young big sky kid, uh, you know, he's on the, he's on the rise, he's got he's got the right head on his shoulders, um, he goes by the name of Tommy Ball, and uh, I think he'd be perfect for the group, and we added him, and man, did this kid, you know, did he just hit it off, and I think. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's now, like, met every single one of them, I'm pretty sure, in person.
3: I and, have, yeah.
0: And, and then, then these two have become extremely close, which is <laughs> hilarious. And, like, my mom thinks it's the funniest thing. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Cam and uh, Tommy hung out today. And she'll be like, what, what do you mean Cam and Tommy hung out today? Like, it's so funny. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys can go ahead and talk about uh, the friendship that blossomed from that. But, you know.
3: I don't know, Cam. Cam can, Cam can start it. I don't even know where it started, honestly.
2: Just uh, just feeling like Tommy actually did go to our school was hilarious for me because he just picked up like on our all our jokes right away, and all of our you know little sayings, and he would start to use them. And I was like, wait, this like this guy did not. He didn't go to school with us, but I couldn't tell. And you know, he's just a he's just about the right stuff. You know, we agree on a lot of things. He has a lot of good takes. You know, coming out of his section, and uh, you know that made me just really comfortable you know, inviting him into my gym, uh, you know, when he came to LA, just getting to spend some, you know, one-on-one time with, you know, James ball, um, is you yeah, know, one of the the, highlights. The
1: elusive fifth ball brother. <laughs> yeah,
2: the fifth ball, brother.
1: People, people probably don't know
2: about him cause he's so humble, but, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's up there when it comes to just, if he was mid mid ranging guys to death, we play some one-on-one, um, just competing out there, man and yeah i was you know, getting a
3: lot of shoulders that day from cam
0: Oh, well, we could talk about the cam 101 suit
2: that's what you got to do in order to like to just be cool with me you got to play me one-on-one and then you got to let me offensify you a little bit and get some uh, it was up. a great time that's, a, that's sure. what
1: it sounds like I'm what i'm gathering with this is that tommy agrees with cam's takes and so cam's like you know what i like this guy yeah well cam and i have similar takes cam and he i have
2: like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of we have a <laughs>
1: we have a lot of similar takes i'll just say that cam and so, i agree cam and i agree on a lot of the same things okay then i want to hear this then Please. tommy tommy has had some uh some very uh interesting decisive comments uh, about here? playing ones okay where luke and tommy can both test cam you've never never been in that experience never been in the cage but uh how does cam fare with those shoulders if you play in me one-on-one mm-hmm.
0: bro it would it would be an absolute it would be a sight to see to watch you two play on one one one-on-one because because cam the the thing about both of you is this you will go out of your way to just be physical rather than get a bucket uh when when, like when the when me or cam both of you do (laughs) both of you you do this like
3: i only played cam in ones once and it was very evident what he wanted to do I think I think you had something going on with your shoulder at the time too, Cam. So like he wasn't shooting yeah, jumpers. Yeah, I and shoot, I knew right. he wasn't shooting jumpers. <laughs> and he was that's still going worse. Down, he was still going downhill right hand. And I'm like staying in front. And then it's just pivot game, shoulder, 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 up, up, pick, up, pick. Like I'm like, what? Bro. Like
0: uh-huh. like Jared. Yeah, like we had Alex temple. in there too. Oh yeah. That's crazy. When
2: Jared,
3: when
0: we'll and play I, once, uh, and Anthony I'll tell he
2: was in you
3: there too.
2: He <laughs> said <laughs> what? No joke. Did not Anthony play with us? I think he. I think he hopped
3: in at the very end. We were he playing did. for like an he hour and a half, in, two hours. We're playing for a long,
2: yeah. That was hilarious. hilarious. Who, who what was the other?
3: What was, uh, we, there was another teammate in there. Um, I,
2: don't, I know Alex was in there. Uh, I know Anthony was in there. Um, uh, it was somebody else. I don't. Somebody know. else you were, you were getting to. I don't. I don't. I don't think that teammate is here anymore. I don't, I don't remember. Um, no, what I was
0: saying, so Jared, you know, like when we play once and the first few touches you get, I'll just let you shoot and I'll be like, oh, he's not warmed up yet and all this. So like the equivalent to that is when me and Cam would play ones or like a group of us would play ones and I would hit a couple tough jumpers. Cam would be like, bro, I hate this. And it was no longer, it was no longer like Luke isn't scoring anymore. It was. I'm gonna go through Luke's chest a few times. See, if he's shooting these rangers. <laughs> it's so gotta, funny. It's got to
2: be physical, man. It was so uh, funny. Hey, and then play defense it, with your offense.
0: The best time, the best, the the funniest part is when Cam's like the third party when he's not playing offense or defense, and what he doesn't <laughs> want to happen happens. He gets so mad, yes. and he's like, "You know he's gonna shoot it. What are you doing?" And then the other person's like. I mean, he's still like you. He gets him off on you. Like it's not it's the easiest
1: started, thing to do. But it's do. Yeah. report though. It's <laughs> sure. So Cam is out. Like no, literally, you know James is
2: about to get to a MIDI. Don't let him get to, Like make him he do sounds like else. that's
1: like oh my god. Literally, Can I,
3: first, first, first play. Like like I had. I start with the ball. I think first play. I just went like Hezzy uh pull up i just went like the classic the classic tommy he has he one dribble pull up and cam yeah. goes cam goes all right got the scouting report he's like got it. <laughs> and i was like i was offensive. like what hey
1: was was my question cam so he probably didn't do it because he doesn't didn't know the people around was there a lot of negative self-talk going on for tom when he was when he was missing shots and yelling no Nah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there we go, yeah, Tom.
2: Missing much though.
1: Yeah, like, there we go. Because Tommy, Tom, Cam, Tommy—I don't know if you know—Tommy's this the only person that screams out loud. I hate playing ones while playing yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah, I <don't>
2: like ones. <laughs> like check, that would no. give someone else a competitive advantage. It's like, man, this guy hates it here. Now I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See,
1: but
3: don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you might look at it that way. I don't look at it that way, but. See, I just hate. I don't like missing shots, so I get really annoyed uh, in ones. Got it. It's understandable. Yeah, understandable. I would love oh, to without, see
0: Cam, Cam and Jared one on one. I would. Love yeah, to I would see pay, that.
3: I'd pay money to see that. I'd, no. like, we just need to get Cam to a workout this spring because, like, Luke, Luke said, Cam was hilarious on the in the background too. Like when when someone like, oh, I was my, my I was guarding yeah. Alex or Alex was guarding me, like Cam was like telling. The person on defense he's like he's like this is what they want to do this is what they
1: <laughs> can we get can we get can we get cam nay shack and uh and um and drake
0: and oh my <laughs> cam and nay would be
3: insane
1: <laughs> talk about shoulders
3: <laughs> yeah i
0: would love to see that also um
3: no but this this was a good time back to back to cam and i that The reason we were able to meet up yeah cam was actually the last person in the group chat that i met unfortunately to say i hate i hate that i have to say that we we
2: saved the best for last it's like yeah exactly exactly you get to meet everyone (laughs) at the lower level it's
3: it's funny because like i met them i met i met everyone in the most random like like charles just pulled up this is two years in a row now charles pulled up to our game in missoula just like comes through to the game so that's great that's where i met charles at montana and then davy davy lives with us Davey grew up where my mom grew up. So that's how I met Davey when I was at my mom's house. And then we've had Tyler on the podcast, my best friend Tyler. Cam actually had a class with Tyler, so he knows Tyler. And I went to go see Tyler last spring, and I'm like, what's what's Cam up to? And Tyler actually had a game, and I'm, like, walking out to his game, and Cam's like, yeah, I'm getting a lift in right now. So Cam and I, that's where we met, right outside of the the, the weight room at LMU. Right
2: outside that the weight room.
3: The boys were about to get a
2: spring soccer game in. Yeah, I watched like for a few minutes just to talk to, you know, my newfound, my newfound brother for life. Wow, listen to the love right here, man. We're yeah, for is... lifers at this point. I'm not even kidding, like, we're for lifers at this point.
3: No, sure, 100%. I, it's funny, cause it's funny, cause Cam and I, whenever we'd be backing each other in the group chat, Luke would just be like, this is crazy, <laughs> like.
2: No, like. should have like, brought, brought him into the chat if you didn't bro, want to have like, another
0: ally. It's insane, like to two people that I would never expect to intersect, you know, look at them now. It's, it's yeah. pretty insane.
1: This, this um, stuff adds up. Yeah. Chocolate pamper, Reese's cups. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, thought, who, yeah, whoever thought that would have been a great combo. But... Um, So
0: you did bring up the weight room and I did have one more uh, kind of serious question to ask. Um, So you made a pretty big, jump from your freshman to sophomore year and then again from your sophomore to junior year at nau and i know a big part of that for you was like working on your body um i wanted to just ask you uh in the off season and stuff what's your mindset going into that and and how do you feel like that helped you prepare going
2: into the next years um well then every season i try to make a plan for what i want to do in the off season so i can get better like i try to assess like all right, this is where I struggled. This is where, you know, my body struggled. Like I was feeling this in games or I was feeling this in games or I couldn't do this on the court, um, stuff like that. So I sit down and write it down. Um, and I just try to be like super, super methodical in, in, in the way that I work out. Cause you can be working out, you know, all day in the summer and not getting any better cause you're just doing random stuff. Um, so I just, you know, try to be super methodical. I try to get a lot bigger, stronger, which is you know hard for me cause you know, I'm like naturally really, really skinny. So, you know, I have to focus on eating, focus on lifting a couple of times a day, focus on, um, I've been trying to improve my shot. And thankfully this year I finally did, but, um, um, just being, you know, super specific about, you know, how am I going to attack this off season to, you know, be better for the next year. And, you know, thankfully the off season has been the best part of my career so far, because I've been able to, to get a lot better, um, you know, in a short, like a shorter window of time, and I think that that's really helped me in my career. I love the off season. I love the season, but I love the off season.
3: So it's funny, like you said. I just saw—I'm sure you guys probably seen it. I just saw the like a podcast of JJ Reddick talking about his off season. yeah. And that—that that is crazy. Yeah. Like, and he said he said he like he said he retired because he was like just mentally I couldn't do, I couldn't do another off season. Like I couldn't do what I was doing because yeah. he said his off seasons were way harder than the actual season. Yeah,
2: exactly. well,
0: He's one of the most like meticulous people. Yeah, yeah. like, and that's something that I like, I've adopted to a, an extent. Cause I mean, uh, all of you guys know, like I'm a very routine oriented person. I think Cam actually used to make fun of me for some of the things I would do, but uh, like it's, it's make a certain amount of shots at each spot, like no matter what and all this stuff. And like, he does it like very, mm-hmm. very, very specific. Yeah, what is
3: it? He makes like 323 40, shots.
0: It was 42, 342. 342.
3: Yeah. Every workout. Yeah.
0: Every workout. Yeah. No matter what. And like, he won't touch another ball. Like the second, the 340 second goes in, it's done. Like, don't, don't pass it to me. Don't do it. I'm not, I'm done. And like, stuff. So, and like the mindset of that, like that, this is what I'm in here to do. This is what I'm in here to get done. And when I get it done, like it's a job well done. I got to move to the next thing to progress, whatever the next thing is like, uh, that's something that I feel like I've tried to adopt in, in a sense. But, um, yeah, I, I was going to – I wanted to bring that part up because I think that's something about Cam that not many people know is how detail-oriented he was with that and, like, how much he held himself to that. Because I remember in the offseason stuff, he would, like – he'd be like, don't let me get up from this table until I finish this meal or I finish this this protein shake or whatever it is. Because, like, like he said, he, he always felt like he had trouble putting on more weight and stuff. And he was like, no, we can't. We're not leaving the apartment until I'm I'm done eating this or whatever. So, like, kid takes it really seriously. And I think that's something that you touched on earlier. Like, if you want to be good, you want to be great. Like, you got to put those little things in. And not a lot of people even understand that that's what it takes, I feel like. I would
1: would say even 99% of people don't understand that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, Shout out to Cam. Props props to Cam, man. Hey, Cam.
2: Thanks for the shout out,
3: man. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that Cam was super skinny.
0: Hey, that first yeah. year—I mean, you've seen
1: pictures of him first year. I have now, you?
3: yeah. But like, I had like—you told me that—I would have been shocked.
1: I remember. I remember when I came up there, Cam jumped in a workout with us. Yeah,
3: he
0: just—he he strolled in well. the gym. Editor, yeah. yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So, does anyone have any uh, any more any more questions for our man, Mister Shelton, before we get into you know, some lighter topics?
2: We're we hit on it, man. I think
0: All right, man. Cam, any, any, anything you want
2: know to
3: say? Uh, no, nope. I, I will actually. Said, I will man. ask. I will ask what his camp is doing to get better, yeah. to have a better good year question. next year good in fantasy question. football. That I will ask. It's <laughs> a great because because um, I've only been in the league two years now, but the league the league wasn't the same without camp competing
2: at the top. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> The best way I can put it is we're we're a championship organization, and you know at the end of the day, championship organizations have bad years. Guys get guys get hurt. I mean, the Warriors were really bad the year before they won a championship, um, and that's just what I see my team doing. I think I think we took a huge step back, but I think we're going to take an even greater step forward. And I think next year is going to be the year we just run through the league. Um, obviously, no disrespect to the great competitors we have on this podcast um in the chat but you know i think that we're going to be really really hungry to to do something special because last well second to last place actually who came in last yeah yeah i, I thought I thought, okay. I thought it wasn't me but um yeah i won't run from it, I won't run from it. <laughs> um second to last place is unacceptable especially for you know a guy who puts in so much work and i had i had the number one team after the draft day and i treated all my guys away so, that was the best part cam was um, in a dark hole and gave me jamar chase <laughs> i give up jamar i give up alvin kamara i was about to give up josh freaking jacobs who ended up being dude if i would have get my team let's not talk about that, I yes, don't know I about that it, but yeah i did up, my man. research man um i, can't you know, wait for I, I put in it. the time to have a good team and you know we'll be back next year i know this is
0: why i'm saying that we need we need to the group chat we need to pick up another Fantasy sport because like the competitive well, was, drive. Was, like, I'm telling you, fantasy golf, man. I'm telling you. you, could be it. Could I be. Mean, I, I'll play.
2: I, I'll compete. I, yeah. I'll compete.
1: <laughs> yeah. but
2: I know nothing about golf. I probably end up drafting Tiger Woods or somebody. <laughs> I
1: can't play. <laughs> you
2: know.
0: that's funny. Uh, but yeah. We um, uh, fun. Uh, we'll get into the starting five here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Jared said he had he had a couple things he wanted to touch on so I- too.
1: Yeah, we, uh, so obviously our starting five is going to be starting five Drake songs. Um, right. We, we've we had music on here before when Jay was on. And, but it was interesting because nobody really, I felt like everybody kept Drake out of their five like intentionally, uh, just because it's like, was like a whole different conversation.
3: Uh, it's on another easy. level.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I think, yeah, it's especially, it's honest, like, especially for like your guys's your guys' age, your guys' generation, is like, it's like a way different level. Um, I was like, I was a little younger than, this is what I was going to talk about, is I was a little younger than you guys. I was 20 when Drake first came on the scene. And the funny thing is, is that uh, he performed at UC Santa Barbara for free uh, on the soccer field. And he had wow. no, he had no, so this is, this story is crazy. This is, so he had no albums all he had out was the LeBron movie was out. And so, uh, or the LeBron movie was coming out. So the song that was in that one, uh, and he had, uh, best I ever had was out. Mm. And then he had a couple features, the, the, um, the, uh, couple of the baby features. I'm trying to remember the songs. It was on baby's album. Um, and then like one or two, uh, Lil Wayne features. So he came out, he came out and I was like, I was like, wait, hold on. That's, that's Jimmy from Degrassi. It's not. That's not a rapper. That's Jimmy from Degrassi, <laughs> because I actually watched that Degrassi from the start. Like that was. I was. I used to watch it every Friday night on Noggin, and I was like, "There's no way that guy's a rapper." And he came out, and his uh, his microphone stand had like 300 bras on it, and it was like, "Oh, what is this guy on?" So he would sing his his verse in the sound and the song, and then the song would just cut. And then he would talk to the crowd and he was saying some wild stuff. I can't, it's not pod friendly, the stuff he was saying, (laughs) but it was like, he was saying some wild stuff, but eventually uh, a young lady, probably a student, uh, ended up on stage. And there were some things that were happening that probably shouldn't happen on stage. And uh, I was left that concert thinking, this guy's a weirdo and he will never, like, he's never going to do anything. This guy should go back to being a. he's never going to make it. Based on that concert. And I don't know if that was his first show ever, but about a month later, Three Six Mafia came to campus. I was like, 3 Six Mafia is way better than this guy." <laughs> wow! So, fast Can forward. I a question? Yeah.
2: Can I ask a follow-up question about? Yeah, did he put the bras on, on himself. Like, they were <laughs> on. No,
1: they were on there when the like the dude that like the sound guy that comes out to bring the mic out. He brings the mic out, sets it down, and then there's just a umbrella of bras hanging off the mic stand.
2: I'm having a hard time following the the, the stage the stage. <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting <laughs> stage presence for sure. <laughs> yeah, then he yelled a couple of things. He Was like, "Oh, this is how this is gonna go." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, and then to fast forward, like obviously, um, you know, he's done tons of things. But my uh, one of my really good friends, uh, best friends, sent me. He played at the Apollo Theater in New York last night. Oh yeah, I saw that. The set list is like, did you see it?
0: I saw a couple of the, I saw the opening, um, the opening song where he was, it was a little bedroom set. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Over my dead body. Like Like, he played 41 songs and he hit, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the set list right now. It's like, for him to go from from like what I saw to then I remember his he got killed his first time hosting the first time uh, headlining Coachella. They they said that it was the worst headline set ever at Coachella, which like I don't know if that was true or not. I didn't go. But um, now you look at like how he's matured and it's just crazy, man. It's, it's crazy to think like and we talked about it a little bit before, like he just makes just makes he understands the formula to make mm-hmm. music for that everyone will like and everyone will listen to like whether he does it intentionally or whether that's just how he operates. Like, and he's uh yeah, he's, I have to give him his credit. I have to give him his props. Uh, it's, and now he's, he's been in it for 15 years. It's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah. He quite literally never misses.
1: yeah No degree. Um, yeah. So yeah. He's, so he's, he's missed.
3: He's missed. you think he missed cam? Where'd he miss?
1: I got
2: I got some song on here where he's pop style with, with no features is a miss. Without throat. Got, got so many chains they call me chaining Tatum. <laughs> That's a bar. That's
0: crazy. Who's That's saying so, that though? Drake, Drake can say that. That's horrible. He's corny
3: yeah. enough to heat where he can say it. But like, yeah, but you it's like, like,
2: ball
1: like think <laughs> about this, Cam. Like this this became a thing. Yeah, I was like, doing it. I know. How <laughs> did that happen? How did that happen? So, I just want to say, like, yeah, I wanted to give that funny story, but then also say, like, it's just funny. My friend uh, sent me that set list, like, this morning. And it's just yeah. like, I'm looking at it, and it's just like, dang, bro. It's impressive, the body of work he's put together. So, he deserves his own starting five. Uh, shout yeah. out to him. And shout well, out to G- 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 Jimmy Jimmy on could... Degrassi, man.
0: Yeah, we, we went this route because Cam Cam's a really big Drake fan, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah. a lot of people are. But so, I remember we – there was a either like a TikTok or a Twitter clip or something of someone shuffling all the Drake songs and like in the first three seconds being able to name it and then they just go to the next one. And, and we did that with Cam and he was doing it pretty spot on. So, um, yeah. yeah, this guy, this guy knows his Drake. I felt like it was very fitting for this episode and I, I knew we'd all enjoy it. So mm-hmm. I think, I think it, it worked out well. A great host. Um, <laughs> a great host.
2: you really hey, know thanks, what people man. want.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. So, uh, we usually kick it to the guest, and and you said you're prepared. I love it. Um, I I so, you can go ahead, reel off the starting five, and then uh, we'll swing back with the walk-on picks after.
2: Do you –
0: okay, so give you the whole – The whole five. Like list. Okay. Not the walk-on yet, just the five.
2: <laughs> this might be – you know, I'll just – so, at the point guard spot, I got 30 for 30 freestyle. I feel like at the point guard spot, you know, somebody that's really heady, um you know someone who's cerebral thinks the game you know someone who knows how to communicate and talk and you know drake drake was barking on this song and uh he was saying some stuff that you know that that i appreciate um and you know that that's why i got them at the one spot uh is there more on the scorpion album is mm-hmm. my two um i just feel like it's a smooth it's a smooth song you know kind of kind of like paul george-esque you know just Get you, a get you the bucket, get I you, like get that. you rocking, smooth little jumper stuff like that. Um, at the three, I want a little bit more physicality. Um, you know, I like my my wings. You know, a little bit bigger, stronger. So I got a girl's love, uh, Beyonce. <laughs> uh, oh wow, works. nice, mm-hmm.
1: uh, nice one. I like that.
2: Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a, just a, you know, the the people on Apple and Spotify I can't see what I'm doing, but I'm like doing my shoulders strong. That's what I'm doing. Um, and then at, at the four, I have a, a sleeper, but this is not my walk on pick, but I have a sleeper at the four, kind of like Nate Mains you know, understated, but just gets, gets the job done every time. The last hope on comeback season. Cause he was, he he was talking and then I don't know if it was a feature or, or a, a sample, but it was, it was a spectacular song. And it was when he was coming up in the game and I was just a different, Different Drake, he was seeing what he was going to be, and I like that. And then at the five, I have a newer song on a certified lover boy in the Bible, because that's be a really a joint. I was deciding between that and Pipe Down, um, mm. <laughs> just just athletic, you know, five who we just get the job done. But ultimately, I decided that, you know, give me on and um, Dirt yep. just. It just came in and made the song really athletic and you can go up there and throw them a lot. So that's what I got for my five. I like that. Good. Yeah, this is so what's I so know.
3: great about Drake is we really we probably there might be some similar songs, but there's gonna be a lot of different ones. I think, yeah.
0: Good versatility. Um I can go ahead and fire off. I know Tommy, uh yeah go ahead. yeah go ahead. So I have my point guard. Um you uh, know I need someone high energy. He's setting the tone for my team. Um and uh you know, one of the great announcers in the game right now, Mark Jackson, you know, when someone's getting busy at the top of the key, you know, young man, can I have this dance? So give me one <laughs> dance as my point guard. Okay, um. Um, I think I think this is a crafty player. Um, can't isolate if we need him to. But at the same time, brings brings, you know, list other people up. Uh, and that's what we need our point guard to do. That's
2: what, yeah, that's what the point guard supposed to do. Um, yeah.
0: So, yeah. So at the at the shooting guard, I need someone that's confident. I need someone that's confident. And I think Cam kind of went this route with his as well. Um I want 4 p.m. in Calabasas. I think Drake mm. was was confident on this track. He, he he knew who he was and he was talking about it. and And that's what I need on my two guard. I need them to come in the game confident and, and you know fill the bucket up. So 4 p.m. in 4 p.m. in Calabasas. That's my shooting guard. As a small forward, um, you know, like Tommy always says, I need a two way player. I need someone that's um that's gonna you know, like the taste of to to all music uh all music lovers. Uh, I think this is one of Drake's best tracks. Uh, me and Tommy have talked about it. I think it's top five, arguably top three. I want take care off of take care. I think mm-hmm. I think this is one that if if mm-hmm. someone doesn't like nice this song, team. there's probably something wrong with them. And I think yeah. take care. No, it's, it's a two way player. It's gonna it's gonna do a lot. It's gonna do a lot. Um, at the four, I want my four to be defensive. I want my four to be really defensive. Um, you know, getting stops, getting steals. Um, and there's some been some allegations about this song that uh, you know Drake might have stolen something for this song. I want miss me. Um, you know, some say it's, it sounds That's like it me through the phone. phone. Uh, Post, word yeah. for word, bar for bar. I need Miss Me at the four. Um, and he's also a high-energy guy. I think he's going to be catching lobs, getting the crowd involved. There we involved. go. There we um, go. At, at the five, uh, in today's league, you need your five to to be a centerpiece in order to be successful. So I was successful at the five. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay. All right, like I like, I like it. Tom, go you want to go? Nah, no, it's all you. All right. So I figured like there's so much to pick from that I we wouldn't have much much uh much carryover. Uh, Luke did take one of my songs, but I'm not mad at his uh, explanations. So um, my PG really got to set the table. Really sets everybody up gets everybody open gets everybody in the right spots real cam shelton-esque give me over my dead body that was the start of his greatest album it set the table for him to take over uh at my shooting guard guys i tried to get some variation here um i think take care was i could have picked all five songs from that album, but I, i wanted to mix it up so at my shooting guard you know pretty simple i need him to score I need him to put the pressure on the defense. I need him to be the focal point of my offense. Give me light up at the shooting guard because it that song will not only light me up, it's going to light your team up. So small forward. I need a two-way guy. I need somebody that can play some defense, make some shots, maybe just a three and D guy, maybe someone that's going to take that next step and be Jason Tatum. Hmm. Give me pound cake at the small forward. Like yeah, nice beat switch little intro oh, with the talking. Down, that's my small forward. Now the power forward. I think this is where Drake really pours his heart out. And that's what I need out of my power forward. To pour his heart out on the floor. Talk about what really is important. Lead my team from an emotional standpoint. So give me the real her at the power forward. I love that song. Epic. Andre 2000 epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this was the hard one. Yeah. Um, At the center position, I wasn't really sure what I was looking for here. Maybe a stretch five, maybe someone that can get it off the bounce a little bit, maybe someone that can post up a little bit, someone that can like really just step up to an MVP level. So give me emotionless Mm -hmm. because whatever I need, their emotions won't come to play a part. So give me emotionless at the center. Yeah. Yeah. Good list, man. Stone Cold Killer. It's a good list. Uh, I'll get straight to it.
3: Yep. Uh, At my one, at my one. This is here's a guy. I want my point guard to be consistent, and this song is consistently appearing every year. It's always relevant at some point in time, especially when fantasy football season comes around. The probably the best day of the year. I got my point guard. It's got to be draft day. Draft day. The one. Wow. At draft day, the one. At the two. This is this is probably. I don't know it might be a hot take probably my favorite drake song to listen to um and this song this is this is like it's gonna get me in the zone i'm gonna be i'm, I'm gonna be shooting the lights out when this is playing. that's furthest thing
1: mm. Mm.
3: at the three two-way guy that's what we need two-way guy three level score this is just a high level track old track it's a it's been in my rotation heavily within the last year shout out to my teammate aj who Brought it back to light for me. I've got Uptown with Bun mm-hmm. B and Lil Wayne.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: and at the four, the at the four, I needed I need him to be a dog. I need him to be crazy, psycho, consistent with what I wanted. My four and Drake was just talking reckless on this. I've got back to back. And at the five, yeah. at the five, here's a guy. Here's a guy that I just want to take care of business. I just want him to work. I don't want him to worry about anything else. I just want him to work. I want him to be the guy holding it down. If we need a post bucket, he's gonna go get a post bucket because all he does, all he knows is work and that's do not disturb.
2: Mm, Wow, great song. I thought you were gonna say work. Yeah, I did too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can can turn around and flip it, my walk on. Wow. uh, I just went with a, I went with an underrated song here, really underrated. Uh, this is probably going to be crazy in everybody's mind, but I'm a big fan of it, off the uh, the summer album this year. I've got flights booked.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. Nice, I, that, that's a good, good
1: one. Nice, hear, bro. nice, nice. Really I good really, track. Really, really good track. My song doesn't really need much explanation. I'm just going to throw it out there. It was a very low key track, one of my favorite tracks list too, especially in the morning. Give me signs. Mm. It was a single. That's my i remember
2: that one yeah
0: i like it um so my walk on pick uh i went with a song that uh i feel like is on an album that doesn't receive the recognition it deserves and it's one of my favorite songs on the album it might not ne- te- technically be a walk-on pick but i like it in this slot i went with views the namesake song of views album um i think he wrapped it was the final song on that album mm-hmm. wrapped it up really well um does it plays its role
2: very well okay um, I went with my personal song of the summer on an album that people hated on, um, kind of like Tommy. Um, yes. You know, I, I'm gonna choose from honestly, never mind. But this is my song of the summer. I love the song. I play it all the time, um, but people hate it. But it's massive.
3: Yes, ah.
2: this is why Cam and I get along, people. See yeah. You know what I'm talking about? This is this yeah. is what we said. In life. A- it's happening in front of us.
3: Jared's on, Jared's on baby duty right now, but Jared Jared and Luke will both agree that they weren't huge fans of the Honestly Nevermind.
2: Yeah. People don't know what they're talking about, man. People just, man, just good, hate I don't, I don't hate it, though. I'm it's not hating no, it. No. It's just
0: not
3: my cup of tea. And that's fine, it's but
0: it's program. great
2: music. It's great yeah, music. It's, a, it's great music.
0: Good picks, fellas. Uh, Cam, definitely appreciate you being... Uh you know prepared for that I think I think you 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 killed it I think the the voters will definitely have have their hands full this week I don't know also shout out to Jared he won the pick.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah
0: see, CC wanted to say shout out to yeah. Jared too uh, say yeah <laughs> little CC cameo you gotta you gotta respect first it first time you say yeah, yeah.
2: there you go okay. CC. <laughs> there
0: we go we love it we love it um but yeah, Family programming. Yeah, exactly. Good walk on pick one last week. But uh, so back in Flagstaff, actually, um, when I started really getting back into the swing of things with golf, Cam actually used to come to the driving range with me, and we were really working on sharpening his game. But at the time, I didn't know as much as I know now. Um, So, Jared, I don't know if you want to, like, pass some knowledge off to him or something. but
1: Yeah, Cam's in the right area. It's, the weather's real nice down there. Yeah. Um, But, Cam, just listen, man be an underground king to make that hotline bling get your 50 chips nightly and they'll get you rightly <laughs> oh my god uh
2: are you yeah. you working on like a career <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was fire wasn't it okay. no he's those not a serious career? guy not those a serious are few, guy those are a few bars for you yeah quick quick bars <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll chew, I'll chew on that. and I'll, I'll chew on that.
3: I heard <laughs> I Underground King that. and my jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: Unserious uh, wow. programming here from The Walking On Live. Wow.
1: That's one of his best songs. <laughs> great, great track. Great track. Great
0: job, Jared. You, you've, been, you've been keeping a, a, a high bar with your.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you, Jared. Cheers. That Ever since the fumble on the Christmas episode, you've been locked yeah, in and I got to respect
1: been, it. Super JFK game told you I wasn't new year I'm not playing around.
3: <laughs> All right man. Uh Cam th- thanks for hopping out with us this this fine morning. This has been a great conversation. Long overdue. I texted Cam this week. I said said can't wait to get you. can't wait to finally get you on the pod man. It's, it's been too long.
2: It's it's been an honor for me. Seriously, it's been an honor. I think and, it's uh, a big episode. Yeah. M- maybe maybe I'll get to come back one day. I hope uh, so. Yeah. You know. We'll, you know, maybe not, but I'm, I'm I don't, there. I'm just appreciative and grateful for this
1: and opportunity.
3: My, and it's been a great episode. And and what what, and what better than to than the get appearance. Cam on than our, our 25th episode? I feel like that's an important number. 25. episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a quarter century. That's the most important episode you got to have. Quarter century yeah.
3: episode. There you go. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Person, of course. But yeah, uh, okay, Cam, good luck with the uh, rest of your season. Uh, yeah. yeah it's good to have you on here uh will you and will you and luke be meeting again or is it one time this year
2: uh yeah
3: uh, that's right Uh, i knew that i knew that i knew that
2: he'll be crying you know i'll be pretending not to (laughs) um
3: i'll be tapped in from wherever i am
2: his parents will be in the stands my parents will be in the stands and it'll just be a full full circle moment for for the
1: guy
2: it's gonna be storybook storybook you love to see
3: it yeah Cc, thank CC, you. Cc agrees. We love it. Yep. Yeah. CC's, CC's Cc, Cc's locked can in.
1: Can you say? Can you say walk on? Uh.
3: Walk there we go. Yeah. Hey. We appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, we're grateful Cc could get on here for this cameo, first time yeah, ever. It's like big. Uh, as always, everybody, these is vistaca- your favorite walk-ons, no. and we're walking out.